Unga Bunga, we watched Caveman? Oh, come on. Hey, Devin! Devin, who wrote this crap? This is worse than the show we watched! Do not attempt to adjust the picture. We are controlling transmission. We are controlling transmission. another episode of musty tv the podcast that answers the question what have you been doing with your time liam and josh (laughs) why are you watching that terrible show um so hey guys uh hopefully you're listening to this episode (laughs) we've been having a real fun time trying to get these fuckers posted uh but what we do is um my name is liam senior i watched too much television and still do my name is Josh Phillips. I also watched too much television and still do. And we decided to start a podcast because you have to legally start a podcast in order to be white and friends. It's in the rule book. It's in the rule book they hand you when you turn 16 and get that <laughs> sweet driver's license. Um, we watched the first episode and the last episode of a canceled uh, or off the air TV show and then just kind of you know tell you guys about it. You know, when we when we started, it was really like a before 2002 type deal. Yeah, and that's, we did. That's kind of changed a lot. And today we watched maybe one of the most notorious aughts shows. Probably the most notorious like sitcoms ever, not just aughts. Like, uh, yeah, it's definitely. Pretty it's pretty notorious it's, for what it is. I can't think of another. There are other shows that happen because of the same premise of the, the same origin. The same origin. There are other like. So okay, this yeah, yeah we yeah. watched the cave or caveman based on the Geico caveman commercials from, from a the, million years ago. Yeah, I but, love the roast duck with yeah. the mango salsa. They all talk like um, uh. but what's his face from Silence of the Lambs? Yeah. <laughs> so if you were me, you hated those commercials, and you thought someone was lying to you when they told you they were going to make a TV show of it. No, they weren't lying. People got together and made a show. And it seems like they put almost zero amount of effort. So Ernest, Jim Varney, he was a character that kind of came out of commercials and was able... It was created for commercials. For commercials. And he took off and had a huge, weird, successful film series. Another one they did, but I don't think it was successful, is uh, they tried to make a show from the baby from those trading commercials. That's ridiculous. I don't know how many episodes they made, but I know it exists. Was Pete Holmes involved? I'm not sure. I don't think he was. I don't remember him talking about it. But this is maybe the only television show based off of commercial. I mean, there is that baby one we just talked about, but I I can't think of any others. Ernest had one, too. Ernest had a TV show? Emmy-winning television show. Never mind, though. Called, uh, uh, it's well, like, hey, Vern, it's Ernest. Ha- <laughs> hey, Vern. Uh, we never met Vern. Just like Vera and Maris. Never <laughs> there. But if I remember correctly, Ernest sold a variety of products. Yeah. This is just one company. This is Geico. Yeah, Ernest was literally created by an ad agency. I could give you so much information about Ernest because I'm a, a fan <laughs> but was created I by mean, I'm one not gonna stop you <laughs> single, was created by a single ad agency and I believe it was Virginia and they That's it started right. with uh, purity dairy products and it just went crazy like he did Comet 
my local news back home where I'm from in Baton Rouge had Ernest commercials. That's insane. So, I have DVDs of Ernest commercials because so they were sold. Yeah. There were the – that's – wait, what? Yep. It's called Ernest – there was originally VHS called Ernest Greatest Hits Volume 1 and 2. And when uh, somebody eventually got the rights and they put it out on DVD and they're – if you're an Ernest fan you're like an Ernest myself, fan. you can sit there and laugh and watch it. Ernest commercials. Watch Castaway comedian Jim Varney. Rest in peace. Ugh, the dog from Toy Story. A man with talent. Uh, yes. But back I mean, to... I've seen Ernest goes to camp. Okay, so Geico. They have the lizard, their staple. They had the googly-eyed money. They had the, like, two guys who play guitar. They've had so many mascots. Yeah constantly and this was the one they picked for the tv show somebody the... greenlit this so for Ugh. people who don't remember the gist of the commercials was it was so easy a caveman could yeah, do it even a caveman can do it like so simple but these cavemen were quite erudite quite socialite yeah quite upper crust and so they would be offended when people would be like, so easy, a caveman can do right. it. It's not a funny or good commercial. No, it's not. It's um, They were popular. But they were popular, and so... But as mass popularity taught us... A dude who would later go on to help create, or like help write for Modern Family, created this monstrosity. It aired on ABC. Another bland show. Yeah, well, they have enough Emmys to sink a ship. So, caveman... It's bad. It starts with uh, a real douchey voiceover and images oh, yeah. of uh, historical pictures where they've crudely photoshopped a caveman into crudely. it. Like, you see him with Lincoln? And the Apollo 13? Yeah, I just, hope it's not just... Challenger. <laughs> that would be in poor taste. Uh, <laughs> that would be Peter Jackson's first film. Bad taste. No, fuck. It was brain dead. I fucked up. No, bad taste. Bad taste I thought was before brain dead. Yeah. I got that joke right. Or Dead Alive is the American title. Yes. I'm. You know what? I got Brain Dead and Bad Taste mixed up, whereas Brain Dead and Dead Alive are the ones that are two-titled. No more Splatterpunk talk, or it'll, Good dominate, it'll dominate the podcast. Meet the Feebles. I guess, yeah, let's start with the plot of the first episode. Um, Do we have to? I'm not sure if that, <laughs> yeah. I just Can we just leave? This is definitely one of the worst shows. This is the worst show I've ever had to watch, I think, television-wise. Yeah. Like, this, I, I would look at my phone and kind of just wish it would end. Like, this was painful. I giggled a lot during the pilot, but I couldn't believe what was happening. Well, it was surreal, like, yeah. So, we open at a very chintzy, that's not a thing people say. Like, chintzy is, like, cheap. No, the opposite of that, then. We open <laughs> on a very hoity-toity party. Yeah, it's a little douchey. And we see comedic hero, personal favorite, unknown UCB grandpa, Seth Morris, uh, uh, yeah, for like a for second. a split second, I love him to death. He's great. Uh, talking to three of the cavemen, and they're talking about the Flintstones opening. I don't know if you heard, but the, the brontosaurus thing and the thing falling over. Oh, I missed that. And Seth Moore goes yabba dabba do, and then one of the cavemen go don't, and that's our introduction to these characters. <laughs> it's just them being straight bitches. Uh, it's Bill English, an actor I've never heard of. Sam Huntington, another actor I've never heard of. And Nick Kroll, who has gone on to basically erase this part of his resume from history. But we remember Nicholas. He was a millionaire then, and he's still a millionaire now. He's a millionaire by way of his parents. I know, exactly. <laughs> so that means he didn't have to take this for a paycheck. Explain yourself, Mr. Kroll. Yeah. Explain why are, yourself. Yeah, you should be in your early 30s living off your parents. What the fuck are you talking about? I would have taken this job. Ugh. 
You know what they did? They probably did that classic thing where they're like, hey, do you want money for acting an easy thing? And he was like, I do. I do want that. So they're at a party, and that's when we kind of meet, you know, our three heroes. Our three. There's Joel, who's just um, there. He yeah. occupies the space that he's, his character stands in. He seems the most... Um, he's a straight man. He's the stick in the mud. Yeah, he's the real stick. Then you've got his brother, Andy, little dork goofball. And his whole thing in the pilot is that he uh, is trying to get back together with his ex-wife, Susan, who, who cheated on him while, while he was, he at, was the at the dentist. dentist. Who had sex in, in his, his car, car while he while was, at he the was in the dentist. He's a sad sack, but they kind of drop that in the next episode. And then there's Nick, played by Nick, Nick Kroll, Kroll, who's just an arrogant fuckwad, like who's, a total prick. He's basically Ruxin. Yeah, well... Except Ruxin, less likable. Because I think Ruxin is more likable. And The League is kind of a bad show. I with like good it. performances in it. But he's like that character. He's like yeah, an asshole. He's just a dick. He's constantly talking about who he's going to have sex with. Oh, yeah. Which we should talk about the theme of the first episode. Sexism? how cavemen shouldn't have sex with homo sapiens yeah nick is very against interspe- interspe- interspecies mingling don't put your penis in another genus crave These the cave lines. Um, yeah crave the cave i was a big fan of don't put your penis in another genus but like that's something that i live by i don't want to put my dick in a dog first of all i've broken the law now and now this dog's involved that so i've broken two dog. laws so yeah but joel has been dating a lovely little blonde girl named Katie, and she's a human. They mention cave women. We don't see them. Never saw a single cave woman. So yeah, Joel is kind of hiding his relationship from. We should talk about Nick. How they, yeah, how they were introduced. That character of Kate. Oh right. So, so Joel works at what was it called? Like Norgenblugen, which yeah, is like an, an IKEA, IKEA ripoff. Yeah. Fucking fu- topical. Joel is giving um, uh, Nick Swartzen, yeah, who makes a small appearance as most characters Nick Swartzen has played. Mm-hmm. As he's giving him basically an orientation on he's how to telling him not to sign on to Bucky Larson. <laughs> yeah, telling him how to open up a futon, and these two women walk up, and one of them we with find an itty bitty waist, round thing in your face, <laughs> you're gonna get sprung. Oh <laughs> uh, no, these were white women. Then we cut to the next scene. Joel, right? Joel. Joel is having sex. On, well, they're making out. Well, they're getting towards it. They're grinding. They're rounding. Yeah, they're like grinding each other on a obviously a clean or a froggen, a children's uh, twin bed. As a child looks <laughs> down for- below, and sees what they're doing, and then it just cuts to a different scene. <laughs> That's how we're introduced. So weird. So basically, Nick is like. You can't be dating a woman. He tell you can't be dating a human woman. She's obviously embarrassed of you. You haven't met her friends because right. he thinks he's dating an uggo. As the, this was from the show. Yep. That he basically gives that Joel, Joel a speech that about. he dates ugly girls and fat girls. Remember Tammy Grasser? Ah, uh, grass stain. Friends will let friends date hogs. So here's my thing. Why was she called Grass Stain? Just because of her name? I Did she sit know. on the grass and make a stain in her pants? The show is not from 2007. Enu- uh, grass Stain doesn't make any sense. Well, we but don't know only, why. Yeah. I don't know. Was it sexual? I mean, I don't know. Probably. On. Probably because Nick's character is a perv. So the pilot is just essentially... Oh, man, I spilled my beer. I was just trying to introduce the characters. But, like, really poorly, and it sets up conflicts that don't really... I don't know if they'll help. It sets up... No, that's perfect. And it sets up 
like the dynamics not very well and it's just it's just mean and bitter and unfunny yeah and like it's mad at its, at its own existence they were doing jokes about like hoity-toity coffee places and like all like <sighs> 80s stand-up men and women type shit and it was like who wrote like what fucking 85 year old motherfucker wrote this who watched it that's what i want to know no they, one they, they deserve to be flogged like so let's get through else. the next episode um, right. Basically, oh, and we meet another caveman. He was one of the original cavemen from the commercials. His name is Maurice. He is douche. He's douche nozzle five thousand. Yeah, so he's this... trying to be cool like Jeff Goldblum with none of the class. Uh, so then we watched the unaired season finale because seven episodes were not aired because this was canceled in November. Oh, seven episodes. Seven episodes so went they made unaired. Twelve. They made thirteen. Oh, I thought there was only twelve. A two-part pilot, I believe. No. Uh, I don't know. I'm looking at it right now. See, it said 13 on there, but on Wikipedia, I mean, IMDb, it has 12, and this list is number 12. I don't know what to tell you. Um, this show sucks. That's what to tell you. Yeah. Uh, basically, the last episode we watched is, so Joel's still dating Katie. That seems to be going well. Uh, we find out Joel's landlady is Katie's mom. Which, really weird. Yep. Uh, they tried to do this whole thing in the pilot where like people are racist to cavemen. Yeah. And they think they all look the same and they're very primal. They and it felt a like a of, weird, yeah. like, anti-racist, racist thing towards black people, which to me it just felt very heavy-handed. Any, yeah, just like any, like, oh, any colored person. Yeah, just like any person any, of color. color. It was super just weird. like, oh, you all look the same. Yeah, so in this last one, it turns out that Nick dated this girl named Heather and Maurice is now dating her, but they're in an open thing and Nick is like... I'm a hunter, not a gatherer. Did he ever date her? I thought he just wanted They talk to. about it. They talk oh, about it. I just, like, and then, we didn't see it. And then, um, you know, Nick struggles with his hunter versus gatherer identity. Then just decides that he's going to be a gatherer and he's totally okay with that. And that basically means hunter is a man and gatherer is a woman. Like, he literally... That's how they treat it. He goes into the other female characters wearing sweatpants and eating ice cream talking about how sad he's feeling. It's such utter trait. They talk about putting concealer on his black it's eye. So it's Ugh, so also, then yeah. and then like there's this whole thing with joel in this parking space and, and joel Nick gets promoted to get his own parking space by yeah. french stewart who's there for two scenes and it's really weird but his eyes are open it's so strange and he like park in someone else's spot for two seconds it's the head of the company and he totally tries to apologize but it doesn't make it work and then he screws over the like bitchy assistants because it, it was them the whole time fucking with him i it guess was never it was never the uh assistance i don't think i never the, never the i don't think that guy because one why is the fucking president of this company coming to the actual retail store that yeah, doesn't make any sense Ugh. and then andy is gossiping oh yeah because a running Cause he's famous, a messenger andy is a messenger he can't and he's not a hunter he's not a gathering he has to tell everyone this was really bad this was atrocious so like, this is number one now on my list of yeah. the shittiest shows we watched. This is this, Sabin's, Sabin Presents, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Power Hour 8, or whatever the fuck it was called. So this, this aired on ABC. They really thought this was going to be a big hit. Like, this was marketed a lot. Even the commercials pissed me off when I was a kid. There, was a worldwide, there were worldwide premieres in the U.S., France, Germany, Sweden, Mexico, New Zealand, Republic of Ireland, Greece, India, Japan, Thailand, Dominican Republic. Fucking world premieres. What night did this air on? Was this like part of must-see or somebody's crap? Yeah, hold on. I just want to see why it was canceled. Yeah, the pilot was accused of being racist. No shit. It's very racist. Also very sexist. It went uh, under a major creative retooling, which, oh my god, originally the show was set in Atlanta, Georgia. 
Oh, shit. That's why. So the show is now in San Diego, so now all these racist jokes make even more sense. Well, I think they did a lot of retooling because I think yeah. it was critically savaged. Well, because it's terrible. New York Post declared it extinct on arrival. Yeah, and then it was canceled. It was listed as number 22 on 25 biggest TV blunders. Oh, man. Okay, you ready for this? Ready. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Geico, after the cancellation, aired a caveman commercial making fun of the show. I think I remember this vaguely. I never watched the show, but I used to see the stupid commercials, and I vaguely remember them apologizing. All 13 episodes were supposed to be released on DVD, however, plans were put on hold. Who wants to own this? Nick Kroll's mom. A masochist. A sadist. So this aired... It's a sadist. This aired on... Are you ready? Tuesday nights, 8 o'clock. What was before and after to... Uh, before was the news, and it aired against Bones, yeah, okay. The Singing Bee, <laughs> oh, The shit. Biggest Loser, that's it. Do you remember when there were two competing channels that both had shitty karaoke shows? That yes. was what The Singing Bee was part of. <laughs> and what's crazy was... Not crazy. What's cool, though, is that it after Caveman was Carpoolers, Bruce McCulloch's show. So, yeah, this doesn't do anything a pilot is supposed to do. I mean, there's the stick, the wisecrack, and the dork, but, like, barely. I never could tell what anyone wanted. I, could I couldn't tell you what the story engine of the show was. Yeah, I like, no I don't know what people... what any character wants. There wasn't enough, like, caveman in the real world bits, and there wasn't enough... The world didn't make sense. It didn't make any sense, and it seemed like this was thought up, conceived, written, and made in, like, two weeks. Yeah, there's never, like... A dull moment. If cavemen have been around forever, why? Yeah, it just it just. Well, it doesn't make any. It, it wants us it to think like that caveman is a separate creature from humans and entirely. And it treats them also like they have their own spot where they go, which isn't San Diego. Right. We don't know where what it's called because they even talk about like Cape Sylvania. Cape Sylvania. Yeah. No, that's not what it's called. That's yeah. something I came up with, and it's better. <laughs> it's better and than the whole plot of this show. And off the off the cuff reference. Is better than this. Uh, it probably needs to be something awfully racist. Ugh. Yeah, I mean Atlanta. <laughs> but yeah, watch like, Atlanta. They never explain like where they're from. They just know that one of them left there and now he lives in San, San Diego. Diego. So no. Josh, sorry. Can, oh, go ahead. I can't is this speak. must see TV? Musty TV? Rusty TV? Crusty TV? Dusty TV? Flustering TV? This is Barry and never for, oh god just try to forget this existed this is not we we did a public service by watching this and telling you not to don't, have to watch it yeah don't get involved in any of this shady it is shit. bad don't watch modern family don't watch any of the movies the guys who directed this directed yeah don't support them in any way don't support the people who made caveman oh, yeah. so we're gonna do a new ending segment yeah, what's your opinion? So, do you uh, what's my opinion? <laughs> yeah. I don't want to talk about this anymore. I'll say it's crusty because right. they mentioned crunchy earlier. Oh yeah, they they call one of his ex girlfriends or crunchy. a girl they think he likes crunchy. Crunchy granola type fucking crunchy assholes. in the bookstore. Oh, um, yeah, what are we? Yeah, what are we doing? So we're gonna do a new segment that almost all podcasts like this do, and it's gonna be called. Don't do that. Do this instead. Yeah. The segment. And basically, look, we watch a lot of garbage, but we watch, watch a lot of good stuff that we yeah. don't talk to you guys about. So we're going to start giving some recommendations. And uh, I feel like one recommendation per episode from each of us is pretty good. So, Josh, I feel like so. um, take it away. 
So, a show that I've been watching, because I guess I'll go with the television show. I don't sure. know if we'll stick with that, but... I'll probably almost always go TV show. TV would be good, since this is a TV podcast. Uh, Baskets. It's such an intricate show. Like, there's so many details. It's just brilliant. Like, it's I a bizarre the half theme. of the first season, and I was like, I like, th- I get this. It's not for me, but I appreciate it. I think it gets it. better and better. It's like, the new season got me even more. Cool. And just, it, it really humanizes even the characters who are seem like just complete villains in the first season. And, and Louis, Louis Anderson, Anderson is, is amazing is, on is, it. is fucking brilliant. Zach Galifianakis so. gets to do something where he's not just fat. Like right. he's he's incompetent. It's he's very incompetent, different. and his and he gets to do the uh, chip character, his brother. I love that. Who love he that. is now like humanized in yeah. the new season, but like the way Louis Anderson plays an obese woman, an obese woman, like an obese mother, with such just like grace and just like humanity, like and compassion. I don't know. It's just it's really amazing show, and it's great that shows like this are on the air. And I hope it continues, because uh, this last season's been great, and I want another. Well, I'll recommend another uh, original comedy from the house that Sonny built, FX Networks, John Landgraf's Baby, one of my, maybe my favorite channel. It You won't be able to find this on FX now, you just gotta go hunting for it. But it's gonna get a second season, should be coming out later this year. Maybe next year, because Donald Glover just got Star Wars. Um, but for a show, if you want to watch a show that is actually about a different viewpoint than a straight bunch of straight white dudes if you want to see a show where it's like totally in its own actual world that's fully realized and stuff go watch donald glover's atlanta it's hysterical it is you know very much a show about being black in atlanta in in such a great way but it's also you know as he pitched it uh twin peaks but with rappers and it's a half hour comedy it's really funny it's incredibly insightful it's super moving. The character of Alfie, played by Brian Tyler Henry, it's the best performance this year I've seen. He's this thug rapper who doesn't want that image, and the, the actor is an incredibly trained, like, Yale-trained Shakespearean actor. Mm-hmm. He did Shakespeare in the Park with Oscar Isaacs, um, and they're apparently electric, and this guy is so fucking good. Uh, and I loved Atlanta, and I think, you know, if you want to see an actually boundary-pushing half-hour television that is sent in Atlanta... Watch Atlanta. Don't watch Caveman. And is not racist. Yeah. I have yet to watch it. Oh. It's just because I wasn't watching TV for a while when it started. Uh, but I'll recommend all of FX's shows that I've watched. Except Anyways. Testies. Testies? I don't know that one. We'll, we'll watch it sometime. <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> all right, guys. You guys probably can't hear me regularly. No, you can, because I'm talking into the mic. We're going to go. Don't watch that. It's Musty TV. It's Musty TV. It's Musty TV. Oh, it must be TV. It's Musty TV. It's Musty TV. Ooh. I'm Tom Lockney. And I'm Liam Sr. I really like video games and internet culture. And I like movies and TV. And every week we research a true story from our preferred mediums and tell it to the other person. It's super fun and it's great. And even when it gets a little intense, we find the last in it, damn it. Lots of learning, lots of laughter, sometimes bummers, but lots of friendship. Media Majors, every Monday on the Major Cast Network. Thanks for listening to the Major Casts Network. Stay fun, stay nasty, and stay major. <laughs>